Hey, it's Andy Holloway from the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. You're listening to Jimmy and Craig on Fantasy Football UK. Ah, howdy, howdy. Welcome in to Fantasy Football UK with me, Jimmy, and co-host Craig. Craig, how are you? What up? Uh, yeah, I'm good, thanks, Jim. Excited this week. Very, oh. very excited. Oh, it's nearly time. It's nearly time. As Mike oh. from the Fantasy Footballers would say, it's football time. It's not quite, but it might as well be. Uh, certainly a lot closer than I expected it to be. I almost didn't expect it to happen. I don't know about you. There was part of me that thought it was all going to fall through. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm still a bit worried about it falling apart mid-season. Uh-huh. Yeah, certainly fantasy implications of that is difficult. Uh, our league, we had a big old discussion about fab and last-minute COVID holdouts or last-minute COVID uh, declarations, which caused a bit of turmoil, but I think we've got that sorted now. Uh, it is something, obviously, to be aware of in your leagues moving forward, but let's go. Let's get on with the news for this week. News team, assemble! Uh, Going to try and keep this relatively short and sweet compared to our hour and something, hour and a half last week, or earlier this week, in fact. A uh, few bits. Uh, lots of IDP, actually, news today. Obviously, a uh, big bit that broke today, Jalen Ramsey got his new deal, getting paid by the Rams, who are apparently moving on to Cooper Cup as their next target, but Jalen Ramsey, five years, 105 million. I think that would make him quite a happy boy. Uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins also got an extension as soon as he got into... Uh, only hasn't even played a snap for the Cardinals yet, and he's already got an extension there. Uh, thoroughly deserved. He's an absolutely fantastic guy, but it does show that they are planning for the future, and they plan on having him around for longer than Bill O'Brien. Apparently, well, they did. They they brought him in for a reason. They weren't going to bring him in and not pay him. So, they exactly. pretty much had, it was pretty much an, a given that they were going to get this deal done at some point, pretty soon. Uh, talking of pretty soon. Kamara and the Saints' new deal apparently is just around the corner. I'm really hoping so. I picked him fourth. Uh, the threat of a holdout does worry me, but apparently that is imminent. So fingers crossed for that. I can only imagine with Mixon and Henry getting signed in the offseason, uh, or start of this season, it's going to be an interesting point for him and his agent. A uh, little bit of sad news. Ryan Shazier linebacker for the Steelers, officially retired today after one of the most horrific injuries I've ever had the misfortune of seeing live. Uh, yeah, that was bad, but this guy, I mean, yeah, Alex Smith was complications following. I mean, that's... It's bad. I don't, I don't know how you... Yeah, I mean, Shazier moving his hands to see I don't if know, it's he horrend- It looked horrendous. The whole thing was absolutely disgraceful. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's lovely to see the guy walking again and working out again because he's a monster. Um, but we will not see him take the field again. Uh, coming into week one, few injuries to pay attention to. Uh, Mike Evans apparently got a bit of a thing going on, uh, not playing until Sunday. So not as imminent as the Brandon Cooks injury, which is something to keep an eye on as well. Uh, 
Bill O'Brien has said that Ke uh, Kenny Stills is the next guy in line, but who knows? You've got your little thought on that, um, which we will discuss shortly when we move on to the week one preview. Um, Von Miller also injured. There was talk of season ending, but I've seen conflicting reports on that. I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. Um, and Talib. I've heard three month, three month minimum. Yeah, so not good I for heard Von three Miller. month minimum on the injury. Um, no, or the Broncos at all. Like, yeah, uh, he is a big cornerstone of that defense. Like they're going to struggle. Yeah, I agree. Um, and to go with that. Taleb has retired as well. Uh, so the Broncos' no-fly zone is officially over. I'll be very interested to see what the Chargers do to them uh, when they play them. But they're not playing them. It's the Titans. Unsurprising, start your Derek Henry. Uh, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't. I, I wouldn't really trust any of the passing catching options. May, AJ Brown, that's about it. Yeah, like uh, Corey Davis. Uh, yeah, he's Corey Davis. Like, we'd have to talk too much about him. No, uh, uh, break. You never know. Um, so we're going to jump into our week one preview now. Uh, just running through the games, we're not really going to talk about fantasy implications particularly um, because you've all done your drafts. You've all picked your starters to be your starters. There's nothing we can tell you right now until we've seen anyone play about who to start over anybody else other than the obvious. Uh, so we're just going to talk about kind of storylines with each with each game. Just something to pay attention moving forward. Uh, so obviously kicks off tomorrow night slash Friday morning for us UK guys. Uh, we've got Texans at Chiefs. Uh, the Cooks injury... <laughs> is something to mention. Uh, but your theory on that was specifically about DFS? Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, if you play on... I play on DraftKings. Uh, I'm sure there's other ones that you could play on too. Uh, but on DraftKings, uh, Kiki QT is currently uh, $1.8, uh, like $1,000, which, like, which is stupidly cheap. He's less than the kickers. Uh, and he has established rapport with uh, Watson. He's been there, I think, a year or two now. Uh, he's had big games. Uh, he's just had just suffered injuries, and he has had multiple touchdown games. So if, especially with Hopkins gone, I think Deshaun Watson is going to find, Could I mean, obviously Will Fuller is the main man, but I think Kiki QT is a very cheap sleeper uh in the sense of dfs uh like i would i think he's a, ch a cheeky little start along with uh williams who is for the uh chiefs running back because they have said edward Tillet isn't going to be getting all the touches and i just a few goal line touches are worth a lot of money in uh kansas city yeah I, I agreed my only thing about the kiki qt is that he's more of a slot receiver so i wonder how much brandon cooks obviously is an outside burner i wonder how much that necessarily will affect uh qt's qt's well, my, my thing is i think i think randall cobb is kind of a bit over the hill uh i think it'll probably be more kenny stills if anything uh but i just think kiki is so cheap and he's like 
he's just so under the radar that I think he could it could be the breakout and he could be that guy that all the idiots in your league are rushing to draft uh, take off the waiver wire next week. Yeah, that's true. That's an interesting point. Uh, now on to one of the more obvious outcomes, I would argue. Uh, Eagles versus the mighty football team from Washington. Uh, Washington, obviously, we're not expecting great things from Washington, but they have got a new coaching staff. They have got behind their starting QB. There's a lot of buzz about Antonio Gibson in terms of storylines. Uh Miles Sanders and his injury, and thereby his usage, is definitely something to pay attention to. Um, Haven't the Eagles' deal also been ravaged by injury? Hugely like, so. Like every Eagles have just been destroyed by injury, and we haven't even played a snap yet. Yeah, the the wide receiver core, especially. So, I mean, Zach Gertz is going to be used a lot, uh, even in a game that I expect them to be winning quite comfortably. Uh, the another, team. another uh, Dallas Goddard also could be getting quite a bit of usage with all the uh, injuries. Yeah, if they choose they could to be run, used, two they tight could ends. be running. I think they could choose to run a lot because they haven't got enough receivers to run any much else. Yeah, uh, I mean, talking about DFS, uh, Hightower is an interesting uh, dart throw at the end there. Um, he's not going to be expensive. He's someone to look at. Um, I personally am very excited to see the usage of Antonio Gibson. Obviously, lots of uh, training camp hype on him, especially since the departure of Adrian Peterson and what Adrian Peterson had to say about him. Uh, but I do think it'd be interesting to see how he's used. His depth chart currently shows J.D. McKissick as the starter. Um, uh, Ron, Re- Ron Ver- uh, Rivera. Rivera. Ver- I can't say Riverboat Ron. Yeah, the Riverboat Ron. Uh, he has said that they are going to be running by committee this uh, season, and McKissick just happens to be the one that they put first. Yeah, I mean, uh, as they mentioned on the Footballers podcast from yesterday, depth charts actually mean nothing at this point. Someone might get. Right, the we're, f- base- we're basically going into the preseason. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Gibson's usage. Uh, I'd be interested to see how Dwayne Haskins has progressed. Uh, he's obviously lost a bit of weight. He's had an extra year in the system. His rapport with Terry McLaurin will be interesting. Um, but that's pretty much all I've got on them. Uh, got a lot of early games this week. Uh, we've got Dolphins Patriots. <laughs> uh Good time to bring up the report I, I mentioned earlier to you. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, so basically, it's just uh, a report from one of the, I think it's a beat writer in uh, New England, uh, where basically Cam Newton has been at practice and it hasn't looked good. Uh, this is the it, it during the camp in a limited scheme environment. Newton has completed less than 60% of his passes, thrown five picks. And take and would have taken several sacks had it been like a proper uh, proper game or anything. And uh, yeah, he just can't find anyone open except for Julian Edelman. So maybe Edelman might be have a strong ear, but I think there's not going to be much outside that. Maybe. But you've got to remember in practice at this situation, they're not going to have their QB running, which is what Cam would do in these situations. Um. So it's just something to pay attention to. Uh, also to see the Patriots defense with all the holdouts with Patrick Chung and Hightower holding out. Be interesting to see if they are as dominant as they once were. 
Um, and then, of course, we've got Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is always newsworthy. Uh, Packers Vikings. There's not that much to say. I mean, I'd be interested to see the usage of Irv Smith versus Kyle Rudolph in the tight end position on the Vikings and the usage of Justin Jefferson, uh, highly touted LSU receiver, who's mainly going to be playing the slots we expect. Um, but obviously, we've got nothing to base that on. Uh, I suppose the running back room in Green Bay would be interesting as well, having drafted AJ Dillon. See who actually gets the five and ten yard uh, attempts on the goal line because uh, he is an absolute monster of a man. Uh, but not much else to say on that for me. Um, Colts Jags, surprisingly, another divisional game. There's lots of divisional games this week. Colts, obviously, there's Jonathan Taylor versus Marlon Mack, their carry count. We've got Philip Rivers in a new offense. We've got the Jags with no Fournette, which is going to be an interesting team. It's going to be very different to everything we're used to. Um, nothing else on the Colts and the Jags? I mean, it'll be interesting to see if how how the usage of Jonathan Taylor really versus Marlon Mack. Yeah, uh, and Naheem Hines, whether he's just getting all the passing down uh, catches. Uh, other than that, I mean, there's not much to that game. No, I mean, yeah. I think Jags, it's got, it's... Jags might be good for some DFS plays because they're going to be cheap, <laughs> but I don't think you'll want it. Want them in your starting lineup? No, I don't think so. Uh... If nothing else, it's a, it's a chance to see the Colts O-line against a bad D-line, which I I want as a lineman. I'm excited to see. Now we've got the clash of the FFUK boys. Bears-Lions. Yeah. All right. Do you, do you want to go? <laughs> this is going to be funny because we're going to see Adrian Peterson playing against the Bears in Ford Field. Yeah. For the Detroit Lions. It's well glad glad you glad you came. Uh so someone raised an interesting point. Uh it would be funny if uh Adrian Peterson got a thousand yards rushing this year and broke Barry Sanders record against the Vikings in week seventeen. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Um I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's like besmirching Barry Sanders' name, but Adrian Peterson wears the Honolulu blue now, so I guess he's one of us. I suppose so. I mean, uh, obviously, Matt Nagy has come out and named Trubisky as the best starter, so how he handles... For the first quarter, at least. Exactly. Uh, how, how, how he handles things is going to be my main thing. And then I suppose the usage of the running backs, how Cordell Patterson is used, if he's used as a running back, how Ryan Nell is used, how Tariq Cohen is used while David Montgomery is on the shelf. Um, is Alan Robinson going to be the target monster we all expect him to be? And is Anthony Miller going to show flashes of the breakout that have been suggested? Can Jimmy Graham actually move? Another DFS player is uh, Marvin Jones, who has torched the Bears the last two times they've played. 
and he's probably going to be cheap. Uh, he's re- he gets a lot of redstone work. He's a f- one of Matt Stafford's favourite targets. So yeah, that's uh, that's that. I think we can uh, roll along. Well, I want to see the see if Stafford is looking as hot as we've had him. Uh, he started off amazingly last season, and then obviously got. Uh, derailed by injury. I'd like to see if he picks up where he left off. Um, and the same as Hawkinson. Hawkinson's week one last year, spectacular. Let's see if he, he's able to, yeah. hopefully not. I mean, they were playing against the worst tight end defense in the league for the, his first game. So it was a bit of a, bit of a, what's the word, like a mirage, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we move on to Raiders at Panthers. There's actually quite a lot to talk about in this. Teddy Bridgewater, how he handles the new offense. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, just it's not really a storyline. It's just a chance to see Christian McCaffrey play football. Um, I am interested in Josh Jacobs' use in the receiving game. Uh, they got rid of their rookie before he even played a snap. Um, can't remember his name for the life of me. There's a D in there somewhere, but they drafted him. Um, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. He's gone now. Fuck him. Um, What's his name? It doesn't matter what your name is. Uh, 90s <laughs> wrestling references. Need more uh, of those. Yeah, we do need more of those, don't we? Um, Definitely. And yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing McCaffrey play. Um, other than that, there's not a huge amount. Teddy Bridgewater, McCaffrey, and Jacobs in the passing game. Um, DJ Moore. Oh. <laughs> no, DJ Moore. Yeah. I mean, um, he got he got he got had a good season with you know Carl Allen throwing him the ball. So true. Um, I suppose the Raiders have named Ruggs and Brian Edwards as their starting receivers, which will definitely be interesting to see. Uh, hugely contrasting players, but could well, be very complimentary. Their, their number one receiver is the Walrus. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jets, Bills. The Bills are the Bills. They've carried over eighty-eight percent of their offensive snaps from last season, so their continuity is amazing. Uh, they've added Stefan Diggs, so I think we're going to see more of the Bills from twenty nineteen, but better. The Jets have made a lot of movement, including bringing in Frank Gore. So the Le'Veon Bell-Frank Gore split is going to be a painful but interesting one. Well, I think the thing is, Le'Veon Bell is going to be their number one receiver pretty much. So, like, I think, I don't know, I feel like Le'Veon Bell is going to have excellent value on his own. And Frank Gore, I think, was just going to be like a third down, like, just run a yard or, you know, I, I don't think he's going to get much usage. Well, Adam Gase is very high on him, believes that he still runs like he did 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, short, short get Adam. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Browns, Ravens. Uh, talking of Browns, Ravens. Uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, apparently he's the number two receiver on the Browns. Um, 
Yeah, Jimmy. that's that's not nice. We don't we don't we don't kink shame on this podcast. As long as it's between two consenting adults, we have no problem. Yeah, Even if it's three or four or five or six consenting adults, as NFL players are willing to do, we're cool with it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, he's definitely a, a possible streamer. That streamer. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, a Cleveland streamer. Um, no, uh, Odell Beckham to see if there's his resurgence, see if there's a resurgence from Baker Mayfield, see the usage and health of Landry, the Chubb-Hunt split, um, as well as the new Stefanski offense. There's a lot to look at on the Browns team. Uh, The Ravens, they've got J.K. Dobbins as fourth on their depth chart. So I, behind the Gus Bus and Justice Hill, uh, I think I'm horrified that the Ravens might just run even more than they did last season. Uh, who knows? But be, I, I, there is talk of Jackson running less and working more as a passer. Um, so it'd be interesting to see that. Um, apparently, lots of things are interesting. I'm saying that a lot. <laughs> when I listen back to this, I'm going to hate myself. Uh, we got the Angry Birds matchup. Falcons versus Seahawks at Falcons. Uh, I think the obvious storyline is Gurley, his usage, his health. Um, maybe the tight, end, of- the tight end situation in Seattle will be interesting. Uh, and, then, and then Atlanta with oh, yeah. Hayden Hurst coming in. Yeah, the tight end I feel, focal point I feel of like- the offense. I feel like that's more solid than the Seattle, whereas it's Greg Olson, Disley, and Hollister. And I, I don't really know what's going to go on there. Uh, but I think uh, Hayden Hurst will probably have a pretty big role anyway. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Certainly Austin Hooper last season had a very big role to start with. Uh, and just keep an eye on Calvin Ridley, see if he is showing uh, the potential breakout that people are expecting. Uh, On to the later window games. I'm looking forward to this matchup. Cardinals at 49ers. Uh, I I think it's going to be a sort of test for the 49ers of are they going to have that Super Bowl hangover that that plagued the Falcons for years after a big loss in the Super Bowl. You just sort of fall to shit after it. Uh, and yeah, or during it, or well, there was both of them during it, really. They, they yeah. got crushed in the Super Bowl, and uh, I mean, they I think they've still got a strong defense. Uh, it's just going to be they've got they've had a lot of injuries and bad luck at wide receiver, so oh. I'd be interested to see what they do with that, uh, and also how the like three or four running backs they're going to use and what order they're going to use them in. Obviously, it's week by week, so don't take anything too too much to heart with that. No, I agree. Uh, and on the Cardinal side, uh, the rapport between Nook and sorry, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray um, is something to keep an eye on, as well as Kyler Murray's growth. We saw him progress hugely throughout the season last year. Uh, I want to see... If he's continued that, I can only imagine he has. Uh, but it should be a great game. It should be a lot of fun. Um, as well as 
Kenyon Drake. Because I don't think either of us particularly believe in Kenyon Drake as much as everybody else seems to. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, he's had several years to show out. Yes, he didn't get the chance, particularly. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just... It's more of a feeling I've got no stats to back it up other than the first four years of his career. Uh, Chargers Bengals. Yeah, I mean, you've got the obvious Joe Burrow. In his first start, it's going to be AJ Green back for his, for the start. Uh, who, Which receivers are you going to have a connection with? Because it, like, it, he might have a connection with, you know, it could be the rookie. Tyler uh, Boyd, Higg- T. Higgins, Higgins, AJ Green. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it's so just you not never know gonna... who they're going to get that chemistry with. So no, that includes Joe Mixon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he, I think Joe Mixon could become one of his favorite targets. I mean, the guy can catch the ball mm-hmm. and do some damage with it afterwards. On the Chargers side, it's mainly just seeing Eckler's usage. I think. Uh, and Tyrod, how good Tyrod is at slinging it to Keenan Allen. Yeah, I I don't think there'll be much sling yet uh, as such. I think it'll be dink and dunk. <laughs> Keenan will take it to the house every single time, I hope. <laughs> break, break them DV's ankles. Yeah. Um, another great matchup uh, for this week. Buccaneer Saints, divisional matchup. Two of the old oh. guard, Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Whoever did the schedule this week, is they deserve a raise. Cause Agreed. They, they, they smashed it. Yeah, like this is we, we've got loads of division rivalries going down. Yeah, uh, I think they're nearly all. To be honest, I only saw like one or two that aren't. There's nine <laughs> nine divisional matchups. There you go. So well over half. Um, but yeah, this game's going to be exciting. Uh, I hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's only two interconference matches. So <laughs> which is Steelers yeah. Giants and uh, Raiders Panthers. The rest mm. are all conference and mostly divisional but yeah i mean buccaneers saints just look at everything really i don't yeah, think everything there's... on the bucks i don't think we there's not that much we're going to learn from the saints sanders. except for maybe emmanuel sanders yeah it's like we know michael thomas is very good we know alvin kamara is very good uh we know drew Brees throws a lot <laughs> uh so yeah that's like well he's i mean he he has been throwing less and less but he seems to be getting more and more accurate as time goes on he's just picking his throws more um but yeah i mean the bucks you've got the whole super team narrative going on you've got brady you've got gronk you've got fournette you've got godwin you've got a potential injury to mike evans so scotty miller Miller. Yeah. yeah we all love scotty miller we all love scotty miller DFS play. Uh, we've now uh, Sunday night game Cowboys Rams. Rams running be, backs. Uh, yep, I'd be interested to see how how much usage Cam Akers gets. Uh, I hope lots. Yeah. Um, I mean, other than that, the, Ra- uh, the Rams not much. Uh, I mean Tyler Higby's use. See if they carry on like they did at the end of last season. Uh, using their tight ends as much as they did. But on the Cowboys side, it's C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, where they fit into the offense for yeah, me. And just, and just sort of how much they continue you know, like throwing 
<laughs> their passing game preference, which they had last year. Like they had, they they still run the ball a fair amount, but there was a lot of passing, and uh, yeah. we get to see how uh, that pans out. Now, <laughs> Steelers Giants. Ooh, what a game! Worth staying up for. Uh, I think the Steelers are going to just. I mean, presumably I, they're going to rape them. Whoa! Sorry, <laughs> sorry, we're trying to make a move to PG, aren't we? Apparently. Uh, it's too late. I've said it. Um, yeah, they're going mean, to Roethlisberger. They're going to Roethlisberger them. <laughs> much better, uh, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, <laughs> multiple times allegedly. Alleg- um, but yeah, allegedly, uh, <laughs> allegedly multi- multiple, yeah. multi- multiple allegations. But hey ho, zero convictions. Uh, yeah. Zero good. convictions. Good. Uh, yes, but OJ was also not convicted for murder. Therefore, innocent. <laughs> Found innocent by a jury of his peers. Just remember True. this. No one is his peer. He was the greatest running back of all time. Anyway, uh, Steelers Giants. Uh, Big Ben's Daniel health. Jones. Okay, oh, go yeah. the other way. Daniel Jones. Yeah, has he? Can he hold on to Grown. the ball? Is he going to drop the ball? Uh, yeah, well, one, apparently. Fumbling is one of the easier things to sort of fix with good coaching. So this will be a test of do the Giants have good coaching? We'll find out. Well, it is Jason Garrett now, so uh, no. He's the uh, he's the OC. He's not the head coach. Well, he's got. You think he's not going to get involved in the fumbling issues of the franchise quarterback? Well, probably more of a QB co- coach's job specifically but who knows uh, yeah, uh, anyway it's more about Ev- Evan Ingram I think that is the real one is Evan Ingram going to have his breakout year this year mm. and can the mismatch like middle card receivers have some sort of breakout from either Shepard or uh, what's the other guys Slayton, <laughs> Slayton there you go Darius Slayton. I knew it. Darius Slayton sounds like a good player yeah, <laughs> very clever. Yes, uh, no, I, I think Sterling Shepard is probably going to be the alpha in there, but I mean, they, they've got three. I, I think Slayton and Jones showed some chemistry at times last year. Mm. Um, then on the other side of the ball, we've got James Conner. If maybe he can stay healthy for a game, that'd be good. Uh, Big Ben would be nice to see his, well, nice to see him back. So, say what you want about him, he's exciting to watch play football. Uh, has he got a noodle arm or is his elbow back? And if he is back, his usage of Juju, will Juju be moving back to the slot and where he is more prolific? And if he is, who's going to be the outside target? And number one, who's going to be the X receiver? Is it going to be James Washington or Deontay Johnson? Uh, As we were speaking about drops earlier, that's a reminder for uh, Eric Ebron is there now. Uh, so... Uh, he, he whether if he has fixed his dropping problems, uh, he could be a streaming tight end, sneaky DFS play. Speaking of drops, old uh, Titans. Uh, so we get to see the Tennessee Denick, Derek Henry and AJ Browns versus the Broncos. Uh, Drew Locke and his off-season work usage of Jerry Drew. Drew Locke, his usage of Jerry, Judy, um, and or KJ Hamler, and or Noah Fant, and then the running backs. 
Oh, and so the main one. Yeah, cool. So, so I was think, specifically yeah. thinking about the rookies, but uh, and then oh, okay. and not that Noah Fant is, but you know what I mean. Um, then the running back split. There has been talk of a fifty-fifty split between Gordon and Lindsay, but then saying that Gordon's going to be used on pass plays. So it it's it worries me that it might but go. Lindsay, Lindsay was good with passing, so that's the thing. Like. Like he was pretty good at catching last year, so I mean, I just think if if they don't sort of still, I think he, Lindsay could be picked up by another team if the Broncos are moving on. Thing is, they've I think got, he's quite a nifty little back. Yeah, the thing is, they've got zero kind of eggs in that basket. He was an undrafted free agent. It's so they're not kind of invested in him, Melvin Gordon. They paid a lot of cash too um, so it's, I mean Philip Lindsay yeah, Melvin Gordon will get the will, Melvin Gordon will always get the nod just based on finances yeah. and making and making John Elway not look stupid as I mean, uh, he accidentally Lindsay has been averages uh, three targets a game so 48 targets last season 35 receptions for 196 yards zero touchdowns um, it's an added bonus, I suppose, in the PPR league. But uh, I think Melvin Gordon is a more accomplished uh, receiving back. Uh, but yeah, so Derek Henry, is he going to be getting the same usage that we saw last season on target for 300 plus? Uh, Chargers Bengals, we've already spoken about. Then that's it. Oh, you hung. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we did charge the Bengals. Uh, so that's it. Is that now, all the games? That's all of the games. Now, one last bit. It's going to be, just tell me if you agree or not, because I have put an accumulator on this. Uh, Texans, Chiefs. I've said Chiefs. I have also said Chiefs. In my Eagles versus football team. I've said Eagles. I have also said Eagles. <laughs> Dolphins, Patriots. I have said Patriots. I need to get my bet up because that's that one I'm not sure about. Packers, Vikings. I said Pack Vikings. I also said Vikings. Colts, Jaguars. I said Colts. Uh, I also said Colts. Raiders, Panthers. I said Raiders. Yep, I got Raiders. Jets, Bills. I said Bills. Uh, yep, I got Bills. I also did have the Patriots. Lovely. Uh, Ravens over the Browns. Yep. <laughs> Seahawks over the Falcons. Yep. <laughs> Chargers over the Things Bengals. Like we've got a lot of con- Chargers over the Bengals. I've also got the Chargers. <laughs> Are we going to disagree on a single one? Okay, uh, yeah, uh, I've got that. Uh, 49ers over the Cardinals. I have also got the 49ers over the Cardinals. Saints over the Bucks. I also have the Saints over the Bucks. Cowboys over the Rams. I also have the Cowboys over the Rams. Steelers over the Giants. Yep, Steelers over the Giants. Titans over the Broncos. Yep. And, and there's one game. No, there. No, it's not. There's one more. I have not oh. placed a bet on Bears over the Lions. 
I have placed a bet on Lions over the Bears. I thought so. See, this is why I avoided it, because I believe the Lions will win, but I can't bring myself to bet against the Bears. I got 568.52 to 1. Yeah, I got 274 to 1. And I put a five on it, so fingers crossed. Uh, anyway, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, yep. Short, easy. Well, ish. Uh, anyway, good, Comparatively. Yeah, good to speak. Good to speak to you. Uh, good to speak to you. Uh, speak to you again. Good luck, everybody. Like, uh, like subscribe, uh, and all that shit. Took it out my mouth. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Twitter at the FFUK boys, Instagram, Fancy Football UK. Uh, leave us a five star review or four star, but not anything below that on Apple Podcasts. Ask us a question. We will, of course, get into you. We've got our email address, the FFUK boys at gmail.com, and we will get back to each and every one of you as and when. Craigo, goodbye. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Join us at some point next week, probably Monday for a, or Tuesday for a week one recap, which I cannot wait for. So excited. Oh, Sunday's going to be good. Yep. Getting ready for seven hours of commercial free football. Right, Craigo, take care. Cheerio, everyone. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.